Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Okay, give honor to God and all the saints. Thanking God for another day. Thanking God for this Sunday to give God the praise, the glory, to come together to magnify his name. To give him all the praise and the worship, just thanking God for being the awesome God that he is. Thanking God for a nice turnout for my mother's um, memorial. And uh, just thanking God for him giving me her the amount of years that he did give me her. And just praying that, you know, that she's with him and, and, and that God is keeping her. And uh, just thanking God for seeing another one of her birthdays. And I just thank God for each person that participated and called in and prayed and sang. And I just thank you all. I give God all the praise and the glory for bringing us through another week. And I ask God to open the windows of heaven for us for this week that we have coming towards us to bind up the enemy, every attack the enemy has on us or plot and plan may just be dissolved and go back to the pit of hell that it came from. We just give God the honor and the praise for being God. We give God the praise for being all sovereign, almighty. We thank God for this thing called mercy and, and compassion. And we just, God, we just actually give us revelation and understanding and help us endure mm, the things that come with this thing called life. We actually got to open up the windows of heaven. Bless my sister Anne who's definitely going through a lot and being assaulted. God, cover her shields to Heavenly Father. Bless Wahida, bless her son, bless Sandy, her daughter, our pastor. Thank you, God, for Pastor Ben. Thank you, God, for his spiritual knowledge. Thank you, God, for his prayers. Thank you, God, for his guidance, his leadership. God, we ask you to open the windows of heaven for him, Lord. Let him get the church that he had. Let him get the restoration that he had previously. You know it's needed, Heavenly Father. God, we call for exposure to the targeted individual program. We ask you, God, to tear this program down, to bring, to bring God's people together, Heavenly Father, to shut this thing down. Don't let this thing affect or kill off another generation of people. Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless this lesson as we go into a lesson, understanding um, triumph over evil. Take a look at that. We want to triumph, believe triumph over evil, and we ask you, Lord, to give us the knowledge and the understanding. So God, we give you all the praise, we give you the glory. We thank you, Lord. I'm going to mute it. It's uh, just a little, uh, some background noise coming in. So we thank you, Heavenly Father, and we praise your holy name. Um, uh, Pastor Ben, can you pray for us? Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, my Father, uh, Jesus said, we adore you, we magnify you. 
mighty God that is not like you, not to be compared with you. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You never change. Unchanging, changing. That is who you are. We appreciate you, my partner. We hallowed your name. Beautiful Savior, faithful and true. Within your name is all power. There is power in your name. And the mention of your name, every nail bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We appreciate you, my partner. Be exalted forever in the name of Jesus. Father, we come before you this day. Does anything that we have done wrong in words, in thoughts, indeed, I pray that you forgive. And that you've done wrong that will hinder our prayers, that you open doors for the enemy to attack. I pray that you forgive in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And Father, we come in your name. We bind every power of darkness, every wickedness, assigned against anyone. Every power from the pit of hell that has been assigned against us, I bind and I cast them out in the name of Jesus. I declare, Father, glory that you arise and fight the battle for us and give us a desired victory in the name of Jesus. We break down every, every power of darkness. We destroy every principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in every place. We pull your stronghold down. We declare the Lordship of Jesus over this prayer, that Lord be glorified. You said you do not share your glory with anyone, and that's why we give you all the glory, and that you do the whole thing so that your name alone be glorified. And we declare your spirit of stress you are destroyed, your spirit of discouragement you are destroyed, your false thinking spirit assigned against anyone understand you are destroyed. We break as a stronghold of wickedness against us in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare the Lordship of Jesus Christ over this prayer. And because the Bible says the heaven is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those that dwell therein. And therefore we declare the King of glory to come in. Yes, and release his glory upon each one in the name of Jesus Christ. That it has any tempered glory be restored back in the name of Jesus. That if there's any glory that has been stolen, be restored back in the name of Jesus. I declare breakthrough for each one of us on this land in the name of Jesus. Anyone sick, I declare healing. I declare deliverance, total deliverance in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you show yourself strong on our behalf. Glorify your name in everything will be done today. That at the end of the day, Jesus Christ will give you all the glory. Dr. Jesus, the great physician, heal every sick person, touch every life, transform lives. Let your name be glorified. Move mightily on our behalf. That at the end of the day, Father, that you be glorified and we, your children, be blessed abundantly. To you be glory. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. 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 Welcome, my sister. Hi, Miriam. <laughs> Hi, Pastor. God bless you, my sister. Amen. Um, okay, I'm opening up anybody else. Thank you, Pastor Ben, for that great prayer. Um, you want to pray? Um, let's see. Arlene, Sandy, uh, Wahida. Um, I'll, 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 I'll say something, yes, okay? I can't do it tonight. I can't okay. do it tonight. There's... 
No I am too, but I, I'll try. Right. <clears throat> I'll try, Miriam. I'll put you on mute again. Okay, Holy no problem. Father, Holy Father, in the name of God, we just want to praise you, Father God. We want to say thank you, Father. We want to thank you for all the saints that are on the air, tonight, on the prayer line tonight, oh God. Father God, you are the best. You are the greatest. There is none like an unto you. Father, I just want to raise my hand and say I give you all the praise, all the glory. Oh, God, you are truly good. And although sometimes we don't want to wait on you and we feel we got to rush, you're showing us, God, that with prayer and praise and fasting and, and reading the word, God, that you and you alone are God and you are the truth. So tonight, prayer warriors, to all the saints, on the line, I pray that God anoints all of us from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet, to the deep, dark bowels of our souls, and anything that we are standing in need of, so long as it's in the will of God, then I ask, it is my sincere prayer that I ask God to give it to us. Peace and blessings in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We say amen, amen, and amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, Wahida. Yes. You want to say a prayer? Uh, okay. Father God, I give you thanks. I give you praise. I honor you. I cherish you. I believe in you. I believe you does miracles. And um, I want to thank you for letting my son come out of the hospital safe. Please continue to heal him and block every weapon that form against him. Heal all of my children and um, keep them safe and um, wake them up to what's going on. A lot is going on and they're not aware. And um, i like to thank you for, you know, saving us all the TIs. From what we are going through, it's, it's horrific. And um, I always feel your presence. Thank you for, for this group that we're doing this prayer meeting with, especially Pastor Ben. And um, please continue to shield us and protect us. Thank you. Amen. 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 Anne, Anne, would you like to pray? Anne? Okay. I know. Lord, bless Anne and keep her strong, Lord. Shield her. She's going through a lot. Okay, this is The Great Hope. It's a revealing book at the battle between good and evil and who wins. Again, The Great Hope, a revealing book at the battle between good and evil and who wins. I'm going to read a chapter. Uh, this is by E.G. White. Uh, it's adapted from the great controversy. The reason I found it of interest, it says, this is the uh, summary of the book. As you look at the world around you, do you sense a battle between good and evil? If you're a T.I., you know you see good and evil. Are you alarmed by the multiplying of disasters? Do you wonder how a God of love can allow so much suffering? Are you suspicious of religious people who are grappling political power? 
As we go through life, we may sense that the world is gripped in a conflict between good and evil. From what we see in the news, it may look as if evil is winning. Headlines describe famine, wars, unemployment, pollution, and disease. The media can tell you what is happening, but this book reveals why. The Great Hope also tells you what will happen next. This glimpse into the future is based on a source that has never failed in its prophecies, the Bible. The conflict between good and evil is coming to a dramatic climax that will affect every family on the planet. But take hope. You can choose to be on the winning side. Let's take a look. Triumph over evil. The word of God says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Genesis 3.15. This enmity or hostility is not natural. When Adam and Eve broke the divine law, their nature became evil in harmony with Satan. Fallen angels and wicked people united in desperate companionship. If God had not intervened, Satan and humanity would have formed an alliance against heaven and the whole human family would have been united in opposition to God. When Satan heard that enmity would exist between himself and the woman and between his seed and her seed, he knew that by some means human beings were going to be enabled to resist his power. Grace grace from christ christ implants in us resistance against satan without this converting grace and renewing power we would continue as satan's servants always ready to obey him but the new principle in the heart creates conflict the power that christ gives enables us to resist this tyrant to hate sin instead of loving it it displays a principle that is entirely from above. The world's reception of Jesus strikingly displayed the antagonism between Christ and Satan. The purity and holiness of Christ stirred up the hatred of the ungodly godly against him. His self-denial was a constant rebuke to proud, sensual people. Satan and evil angels joined with evil human beings against the champion of truth. They show the same hatred towards Christ's followers. Whoever resists temptation will ignite Satan's anger. Christ and Satan cannot harmonize. All who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. 2 Timothy 3.12. Wow. Mm. Again, all who desire to live godly in Christ, Jesus will suffer persecution. That's in 2 Timothy 3.12. Satan's representatives try to deceive, deceive Christ's followers and draw them away from their loyalty. They twist scripture to achieve their goal. The spirit that put Christ to death moves the wicked to destroy his followers. All this all this is foreshadowed in the first prophecy. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. 
Why is it that Satan meets no more resistance than he does? Because the soldiers of Christ have so little connection with Christ. Sin is not repulsive to them as it was to their master. They do not go against it with determined resistance. They are blind to the character of the prince of darkness. So many do not know that their enemy is a mighty general warring against Christ. Even ministers of the gospel overlook the evidences of Satan's activity. They seem to ignore the fact that he even exists. An alert enemy. This alert enemy is intruding his presence into every household, every street, in the churches, in national councils, in courts of justice. He is busy perplexing, deceiving, seducing everywhere, ruining the souls and bodies of men, women, and children. He breaks up families, planting seeds of hatred, strife, rebellion, and murder. And the world seems to think that God has decreed these things and so they must exist. All who are not committed followers of Christ are servants of Satan. When Christians choose to associate with the, un with the ungodly, they expose themselves to temptation. Satan hides himself from view and he draws his deceptive covering over their eyes. Following worldly custom converts the church to the world, never the world to Christ. Familiarity with sin will cause it to seem less repulsive. When we encounter trials because we're doing what God wants, we may be sure that he will protect us. But if we place ourselves, we will be tempted. Sooner or later, we will fall. The tempter often works most successfully through those whom we least suspect of being under his control. Talent and culture are gifts of God. But when these lead away from God, they become a trap. Many people with cultural intellect and pleasant manners are polished instruments in the hands of Satan. Never forget the inspired warning ringing down the centuries to our time. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, he walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. First Peter 5, 8. Put on the whole arm of God that ye may be able to stand against the vials of the devil. Ephesians 6, 11. Our great enemy is preparing for his last campaign. All who follow Jesus will have conflicts with the enemy. The more nearly, the more nearly Christians imitate the divine pattern, the more surely they will make themselves a target for the attacks of Satan. Satan attacked Christ with fierce and subtle temptations, but Jesus repulsed him in every conflict. Those victories make it possible for us to conquer. Christ will give strength to all who seek it. Satan cannot overcome any without their own consent. Hmm. The tempter has no power to control the will or force the person to sin. He can cause distress, but not defilement. The fact that Christ conquered should inspire us with courage to fight the battle against sin and Satan. And angels, angels help. Angels of God 
and evil spirits are plainly revealed in scripture and they are interwoven with human history. Many think that the holy angels who minister for those who will inherit salvation in Hebrews 1.14, that they are actually the spirits of the dead. But the scriptures present proof that they are not disembodied spirits of the dead. Before God created human beings, angels were in existence for when the foundations of the earth were laid. The morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy, Job, Job 38, 7. After the fall of Adam and Eve, but before any human being had died, God sent angels to guard the tree of life. Angels are superior to humans. For man was made a little lower than the angels, Psalms 8, 5. Says the prophet, I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, Revelation 5.11. In the presence of the king of kings, they wait, they minister of his who does his pleasure, heeding the voice of his word, Innumer innumerable company, Psalms 103.21. Hebrews 12.22 says they go out and as God's messengers, oh, hold on, my. Oof, my eyes are burning. One second, sorry. Okay. They go out as God's messengers. These are the angels. In appearance like a flash of lightning, their flight is so swift. Ezekiel 1.14. The angel that appeared at the Savior's tomb with his face like lightning, it caused the soldiers to quake with fear of him, and they became like dead men, Matthew 28.34. When Senna Cherub blasphemed God and threatened Israel, the angel of the Lord went out and killed in the camp of the Assyrians 185,000. That's in 2 Kings 19.35. God sends angels on missions of mercy to his children. To Abraham, with promises of blessing to Lot, just mute that. Okay. With promises, uh, wait, God sends angels on missions of mercy to his children. To Abraham with promises of blessings to Lot to rescue him from Sodom's doom. To Elijah about to die in the desert. To Elisha with chariots and horses of fire when he was surrounded by his enemies. To Daniel when he was abandoned to become the lion's prey. To Peter doomed to death in Herod's dungeon. He sent angels to the apostles in the Philippines jail. He sent angels to Paul in the stormy night on the sea to open the mind of the Corinthians, of the, no, of the Cornelius, to receive the gospel. He sent angels to Peter with the message of salvation to the Gentile stranger. In all these ways, holy angels have ministered to God's people. Guardian angels. What are guardian angels? God has appointed a guardian angel to every follower of Christ. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them, Psalms 34, 7. Speaking of those who believe in him, Jesus said, in heaven their angels always see the face of my father 
Matthew 18.10. God's people are exposed to the unsleeping hatred of the prince of darkness, but God assures them that the angels never stop guarding them. God gives them this assurance because they will have to face mighty agencies of evil, agencies that are numerous, determined, and untiring. Thank God for the guardian angels. Now, what are the evil angels? The evil angel oppose God's plan. Evil spirits were originally created sinless. They were equal in nature, power, and glory with the holy beings that are now God's messengers. But now they are fallen because of sin and they have joined together to dishonor God and destroy humanity. United with Satan in rebellion, they cooperate with him in warfare against divine authority. The Old Testament history mentions their existence, but during the time when Christ was on earth, evil spirits showed their power in the most striking ways. Christ had come to redeem humanity and Satan was determined to control the world. He had succeeded in establishing idol worship in every part of the earth except the palace except Palestine. Christ came to the whole only land, not fully yielded to the tempters, stretched out his arms of love and invited all to find pardon and peace in him. The angels of darkness understood that if Christ's mission was successful, their rule would end soon. The New Testament clearly states that people have been possessed with demons. Such people were not simply suffering with disease from natural causes. Christ recognized the direct presence influence of evil spirits. The demon-possessed men in Gadara were wretched maniacs, foaming and raging, and they were doing violence to themselves and putting in danger everyone else who came near them. Their bleeding, disfigured bodies and deranged minds made a spectacle that pleased the prince of darkness. One of the demons controlling the sufferers said, my name is Legion for we are many, Mark 5, 9. In the Roman army, a legion consisted of from three to 5,000 men. At the command of Jesus, the evil spirits fled from their victims, leaving them subdued, intelligent and gentle. But the demons swept a herd of pigs into the sea. To the people living in Gadara, the loss outweighed the blessing Christ had bought, and so they asked the divine healer to leave. See Matthew 8:28. By blaming Jesus for their loss, Satan stirred up the selfish fears of the people and prevented them from listening to his words. Christ allowed the evil spirits to destroy the pigs as a rebuke to Jews who were raising unclean animals for profit. If Christ had not restrained the demons, they would have plunged not only the pigs, but also their keepers and owners into the sea. Furthermore, God permitted this event so that the disciples could witness the cruel power of Satan on both people and animals, and they would not be deceived by his delusions. Jesus also wanted the people to see his power to break Satan's hole and release his captives. Though Jesus himself went away, the men he had so amazingly delivered remained there to tell about the mercy of their, bene of their benefactor. 
The Bible records other examples. The daughter, um, these are with respect to the evil angels. The Bible records other examples. The daughter of Syrophoenician, of a Syro, Syrophoenician woman, she was severely afflicted with a devil when Jesus cast out by his word in Mark 7, 25. A youth had a spirit who had often thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. In Mark 9, 17, there was a maniac tormented by a spirit of, unclean, of an unclean devil who disturbed the Sabbath quiet at Capernaum. In Luke 4, 33, there was another uh, uh, evil angel uh, the Savior healed them. Uh, yeah, the Savior healed them all. In nearly every instance, Christ addressed the demon as an intelligent being, commanding him not to torment his victim ever again. The worshippers at Capernaum were all amazed, and they spoke amongst themselves, saying, "What a word this is! For with authority and power." He commands the unclean spirits and they come out. Verse 36, Luke 4.33, Luke 4.36. In order to get supernatural power, some welcomed the satanic influence. Of course, these people had no conflict with the demons. Included in this group were those who had the spirit of divination, Simon Magus, Elimus, the sorcerer, and the slave girl who followed Paul and Silas at Philippi. See Acts 8, 9, 18, 13, and 16. Danger. None are in greater danger than those who deny that the devil and his angels exist. Many accept their suggestions while they think they are following their own wisdom. As we approach the end of time, when Satan will work with his greatest power to deceive, he will be overcome. He works with his greatest power to deceive. He spreads everywhere the belief that he does not exist. We're dealing with a lot of that today. They want people to think. The devil doesn't exist. It is his policy to conceal himself and his way of working. The great deceiver is afraid that we will become acquainted with his deceptions. To disguise his real character, he has influenced people to portray him as something to ridicule or despise. He is pleased to be painted as a comical, mishappen, half animal, half human. He is pleased to hear his name used in jokes and mockery. Because he has masked himself with superb skill, many people ask, does such a being really exist? Because Satan can easily control the minds of those who are unaware of his influence. The word of God reveals to us his secret forces, and this puts us on guard. And there's safety with Jesus. We may find shelter and deliverance in our Redeemer's superior power. We carefully make our houses secure with bolts and locks to protect our property and lives from evil people. 
but seldom do we think of the evil angels and that in our own strength, we have no defense against their attack. If they are allowed, they can confuse our minds, torment our bodies and destroy our possessions and our lives. But those who follow Christ are safe under his watchful care. Angels that excel in strength are sent to protect us. The wicked cannot break through the God that God has stationed around his people. And that's um, understanding triumph over evil. And um, yeah, that's a good summary. It, it, it just lets us know that from the beginning of time, there's been good and evil. And that, you know, we get an understanding that grace comes from Christ. And we need to be aware of this enemy. And we need to be aware that God has angels that would help us. We need to be aware that there are guardian angels. And that there are evil angels that oppose God's plan. And Satan's major tactic is deceit is to fool God's people, is to fool people into believing he doesn't exist. Because if he doesn't exist, you don't, no one can prepare themselves to fight against his spirit. So um, that was uh, this reading and um, I urge us all to stay prayed up. Uh, let me open this up. Questions? Questions? Which book did you just read from Miriam? I'm sorry, what? Which book did you just read from from the Bible? That was, um, uh, the book is The Great Hope, a revealing book at the battle between good and evil and who wins. The different scriptures came from Ephesians, Acts, um, a few, you know, a few different uh, scriptures. Okay, and they're it's, true. Yeah, it's the scriptures that focus on spiritual warfare and the basically okay. the battle between good and evil. Pastor Ben, yeah. Pastor Ben, are you there? Yeah. Can you give us a summary of your uh, understanding of good and evil? And how did evil get on this earth? And why does evil seem like it's winning? Yeah, um, well, it was perfectly done, even though in the first instance, the enemy tried to attack God's creation. Uh, but at, at the end of the day, God uh, spoke light into existence. And then uh, then uh, Adam and Eve, they messed up with the plan of God. They disobeyed God and obeyed the enemy. Then sin came in and problem came in. But uh, along the line, God sent Jesus to come in and give us example on how to live a life. And there were spirits, devil and its agents, 
were cast down and uh, they now are busy recruiting and attacking anyone that uh, believes in Jesus. Uh, and the devil became an enemy of God to attack any child of God who, are, I mean, who submits themselves to Jesus but we invite Jesus into their lives. And Jesus Christ gave us tools. Of course, God gave man will. I mean, you have your own will, but uh, God gave us, I mean, this is what I want you to do. You have your own will, but most like Moses said, choose this day whom you will serve. Say, choose good and leave if you choose bad then death comes in and so we have choice and men decided to be choosing whatever they want even the bible is there uh, too many times we want to pick which ones we will obey and which one we will disobey or will not do it so there is evil and there is good. Yeah, but God has given us uh, how to live our life, given us the blueprints of our life, how to live a Christian life. And to live a righteous life, even in this wicked world, it has to be a war. You've got to fight. You've got to fight for salvation. You've got to fight to defend what Christ has done for you. And that, that's why Jesus Christ rebuked the disciples. In Matthew 26, verse, uh, verse, verse 40, and he, he told uh, Peter, why can't you wait on me for one hour to wait and pray? He told them, watch and pray. Yeah. The spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. Said they should pray so that they would not fall into temptation. But at that time, Peter and others, they did not yield that one. They slept. The enemy threw in the spirit of slumber to be able to get them. Today we have spirit of slumber. We have the witches, uh, witchcraft activity operating full-time. Um, they, 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 they are busy and they follow their master, the devil, while the children of God are just sleeping. The enemy, they, they obey strictly the instruction of the, their leaders, but the children of God disobey, have no time to obey uh, their leaders. They do not obey the pastor, say, well, it's just saying his own thing, or doing his own thing. But when it comes to the enemy, when the enemy gives them instruction, they, ad they adhere to that instruction. They stand by it. They, they, they are disciplined if they disobey. But in, in Christendom, or well, even when uh, the pastor says something, or when uh, the minister says something, oh, he just, you know, no, I will do my own thing. And that is why it seems as if the enemy is winning. 
because our children of God uh, maybe lack discipline. They lack discipline because they cannot discipline themselves to pray. Yeah. Uh, prayer is not a gift. Prayer is a discipline. Fasting is not a gift. Fasting is discipline. Children of God, they don't want to fast. They don't want to pray. They find uh, they look for things are very easy. Um, and nothing comes free. Nothing comes easy. You've got to fight for it. You've got to discipline. You have to live a Christian life, a holy life. It has to be war. You have to discipline your flesh. You have to discipline yourself. Yeah. Many times people are engaged or distracted away from uh, God-given uh, weapons. They, they don't have time to read the Word of God. They don't have time uh, to pray. They don't have time to know what God uh, is saying about them. Um, many times people just do whatever they want to do. They don't even ask from God. And they don't, they don't even follow the God-given uh, destiny. And they don't know the will of God or the plan of God for them. And, uh, and as a result, they, 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 they find themselves in wrong, wrong places. And, and some, uh, they, they, they've, they've not even known what happened even before they were born, going into their history, uh, ancestral history, to know what has transpired before you were born. And as a result, you, you, you just, people just see themselves in a problem and they do not know how to get out of it. And that is why praying uh, and then allowing the Holy Spirit, praying the Spirit as well, is very, very important so that you'll be able to uh, gain back what the enemy has stolen, so that you'll be able to gain your freedom back, so that you'll be able to uh, gain what you have lost maybe because of carelessness or because of uh, not having time to fellowship with God. Children of God do not have time for their God. They do not have time to fellowship with God. God is missing their fellowship. And they only have to, they, they, they allow the enemy to distract their attention away from, from God. Yeah, when you have time and the energy and uh, your will to the devil, then the devil takes it as worship. When God is expecting us to have time to worship him, even many people, they want to serve God. They want to walk for God. But they are not ready to uh, fellowship with him, to fellowship with him, to uh, get instruction from him. Make their sacrifices, right? Discipline and sacrifice. Yeah, discipline, you've got to discipline yourself to be able to sacrifice. Yeah, people, people just want to do uh, every, anything there. Uh, they're, not, they're not ready to listen to what God says. They don't even want to hear 
or they don't discipline themselves to be able to hear from God. What is God saying? Does God give you instruction to do what you are doing? Has, has God uh, ordained you? Did He create you to do what you are doing? Are you the profession He wants you to be? Are, are you doing what He has chosen you to do? Every one created by God, they have specific assignment that God has for them. They are not just floating. They are not just existing. God created them for a purpose. And except we know that purpose, then we'll be able to fulfill what God wants us to fulfill. And when there's an opposition to that, then you'll be able to know this is not from God. And this is an opposition. And what do you do? You will resist. That's why the Bible says, summon yourself to God, resist the devil, it will flee from you. But people say, oh, well, let me leave the devil alone. You, if you leave the devil alone, the devil will not leave you alone. So you have to face the devil, resist the devil, and command the devil to flee. So uh, God has given us the weapons to use against the enemy. But people do not know it. Except if, if you don't have a knowledge of something, you cannot uh, take an advantage of it. But when you have the knowledge that, yes, power has been given to you, authority has been given to you, you have power over the enemy, then use it. Don't just hang it somewhere. Many people don't have time to read the Word of God. And you cannot know the will of God for you. Because the will of God is in the Word. It's in the Bible. And there's power in the Word of God. So if you don't have time to read the Word of God that has power, then it seems the devil will be winning. Yeah, because the devil is there to distract your attention, to give you preoccupied. Yes, and not to have time for God. Yeah, so uh, evil is kind of uh, taking, uh, they are recruiting people. The devil, the witches and wizards, they are recruiting people. Even when through food, through, uh, you know, through media, through all. They are recruiting busy through the computer, through the even cell phone, through the devices. They are recruiting day in, day out. There was a lady who I prayed for who tried to get power from the, uh, from the Internet. She, she, was, she was just going through it and then and it got, uh, got into the wrong hand. Um, and 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 the, he got an instruction to oh, receive power, and the, and, the, and the person just blew. Yeah, and she said she received it, and since then she started to have sensation. Then until I pray with her, and 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 and, and the, she, she she was delivered. So a lot of things happening because the church is weak. The church is not. The church is not doing what they're supposed to do. And this lady I'm talking about is, is a daughter of a pastor. And so uh, uh, if we don't have time for the word of God, if we don't have time uh, for prayer, if you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. If you are too busy to read the word of God, then you are too busy. Then you are given the devil opportunity. You are given evil opportunity. So we were able to teach her on how to fast, on how to pray. And she, 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 she disciplined herself to be able to fast. And uh, she, she had the freedom. 
So the devil is not supposed to be winning, or evil is not supposed to be winning, but good is supposed to win. If we adhere to uh, the plan of God for our life and what the instruction God gives to us, if we obey the instruction of God and disobey the instruction of the enemy, then victory is ours. That's all I have to say. Well, thank you so much. One more thing, Pastor. It said in the beginning, God made the angels before human beings. Yeah, the devil has been with God. He was, was a worshiper. He was a, a worship leader in the heavens. Right. And then but because of pride, and he was cast down with some uh, fallen angels. Disobedient angels, they fell, they fell down and followed him. Right, but we yeah. made helping angels and guardian angels for us. And the angels, have, angels have more authority have, than the human beings. We have guardian angels. Everybody has guardian angels. The Bible talks about God giving angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways. Yeah, we have uh, guiding angels, angels that give uh, uh, blessing, angels that bring blessing when you pray. The angels to bring the response, just like Daniel prayed, and the angels was trying to bring uh, the request of Daniel to him the first day. But we were told that the Prince of Persia held that angel from doing that. Then. When, because uh, Daniel kept on praying, will not easily give up, was persistent. Then God had to send an assisting angel to assist the angel that was bringing the blessing to Daniel. And, 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 and God, if, if Daniel had stopped along the line, if perhaps Daniel had stopped, maybe they told the other four, they say, well, I've been praying, I've praying, nothing happened. Yes, it would have missed the blessing. There are many children whose blessing has been returned because they stop praying early. They are not persistent. They, they, they did not keep on praying. They say, well, I'm tired. Maybe God does not want to give to me. In case of Daniel, he kept on praying. Asking him. God said, ah, who is that, Daniel? We, we, we have sent your, your response. Yeah. And then they have to send assistant, assistant angels to assist him. So when we get to heaven, many people will see their requests being sent back because they stopped praying early. They did not pray for the assistant angels to come and help the angels bring in their blessing. Wow. Thank you for clarification, yes. So yeah, we do. Um, we do, we can triumph over evil, and, um, and we use the grace from God, and we're aware yeah. of tactics, and we live the right uh, uh, the righteous life so that we can have God's angels uh, protect us in all that we do. And like Pastor said, we all have an assignment. So part of our prayer life would be God line us up in the assignment you created us for. 
not not my will, but your will, God. And it's not easy. It's not easy. We may think, you know, I thought my calling, and I do believe my calling is to be an educator, a teacher, but I had to reach a point point, say, God, whatever you want me to be, I'll be. And um, if we all lined up with our assignment, this devil would be knocked off of this earth. Um, yeah. yeah. A little loud, I can't hear you. Oh, I said I believe that, that we all have um, a calling. Yes. You know, if we, if we don't fulfill it, then they'll find someone else who can do it. So. Yeah, you know something. You know something else, to Miriam. Well, I like the topic that you're speaking on because it really it is it covers so much. You know what I'm saying? And the thing that I have, I mean, I've always been a praying person, but. In the last three weeks since I've been a part of the prayer warriors and whatnot, the need for prayer is so uh, essential and it's so beautiful because it really keeps you focused on what you need to be on. And that is really the word of God, healing yourself and helping others. You see, You, you know, Jesus didn't come so that we could serve him. Jesus came to bring the word to us to show us how to live. You know what I'm saying? How to, you know, to do the right thing. Right. And so I thank, I thank God for that because I'm telling you, Pastor had prayed for us, me and my son, that we have people that would come and help us with this situation with the house, you know. And yesterday we had somebody come here. We were waiting all day. And they finally came, They were, you know, they came late last night. I wasn't very, um, uh, well, I don't want to seem ungrateful if you get my, you know, what I'm saying. But what happened is I don't like when people lie. You understand? And if you're going to help me and then you present, I'm telling you that this is what the situation is with regards to my home. And you tell me, well, this is the way that we can get this done. See, I don't like that because that makes me uncomfortable. Because if you're not going in the door, in the in the door the front way, the right way, then that could create a problem for me down the road. For instance, if you tell the people that I am no longer self-employed and that I you're going to make up these um, phony, uh, what do you call it, uh, pay stubs for me, that's not good. Oh, no, no, that's I, I don't go that's that. not the moon. That's yeah, how because they own mortgages. That's how 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 all these people lost their houses. That that's exactly been. right. And then yeah. to tell me that, and I told him, I said, well, if you do that, sir, with all due respect, you're gonna make my, my make my mortgage when I do start paying it again. You're gonna make it too high for me. Exactly. So I just, you know, I, I I tell you, I just really I, I see so many people coming into the picture, and all of them pastor prayed that, you know, Yasin and I would find favor for people to help us, and that men or women, whoever's going to come and help us, would be competing to help us. And so far, we had one reverend last week. Then we had the lady who the reverend referred to us, who told me, oh, Miss Phipps, you're a very nice lady. 
But I'm going to tell you now, in order for you to get a more, your mortgage reinstated, you're going to have to learn to tell one sweet lie. And I said, Miss, what do you mean? Well, you're going to have to learn how to tell a sweet lie. I didn't even entertain that. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I'm seeing now, thank God for the grace of prayer. You know, I really, well, I always did pray, but I'm more consistent with the prayers now. And the fact remains that I'm fasting three days a week. It gives me an opportunity to see who's who. And I remember in, in closing, I remember when I had to decide if I was going to put payroll, I mean, put staff on payroll, the sister who was doing the payroll for me at the time, she said to me, she said, Arlene, let me ask you a question. She said, if somebody taps you on the shoulder, what do you do? And I said to her, well, of course, Debbie, if somebody tapped me on the shoulder, I'd turn around and look to see who it is. She said, that's right. She said, but if all of a sudden you got people coming at you this way, that way, that way, there's no one, no family is calling, friends are not calling, bills are up the gazoot, what do you do? And I told her, I said, knowing me, I'm going to submit my will to God. And so I think it's very important. I appreciate the topic you're, you're, um, you're speaking about tonight, Miriam, because it really is a spiritual warfare, and ever since, Pastor Benjamin started talking about the warfare thing. I watch a lot of, um, uh, like, Daystar and Impact. These are all uh, evangelical stations on the TV. I love nothing but the Word Channel. Anything dealing with different evangelists, I watch it all the time. And do you know they are all saying the same thing that Pastor Ben was saying in terms of us fighting a spiritual warfare. So I thank God for the platform that I stand on tonight. I thank God for the blessings for a beautiful son who's in his mother's corner. You know what I'm saying? I thank God that he gives me a glimpse of the truth. You know, he opens my eyes that I, that I may see glimpse of the truth that thou hast for me. And I understand, like I, I tell my son all the time, there's going to come a time you're going to go in the world and you're going to have to be on your own. And understand this, everyone that comes in your circle ain't necessarily in your corner. And I had to witness that last Saturday when I went to see those other people for the house and then again yesterday. And I tell you, I was so glad when the meeting was over. And I said, dear God, thank you for giving me glimpse of the truth to see what thou hast for me, because that's not a deal that I want to work with. You know, so I think that um, praying is the key to, um, uh, I don't want to use the word awareness. Discerning, discerning spirits. Yes. Discerning spirits, it's the, the key to vigilance. It's the key to... Basically, once you can discern the spirit, you're on your way. Yes. Yes, I thank God for it. It's like a sense of protection, and it comes around. You can feel it. It, It's so, you know, it's so tangible. And that's what we need. We have to understand that Jesus came to serve, to, to teach us what was right from wrong. And we have to understand we're still mortals. And, yes, we still have feelings, but we have to understand that sometimes our feelings can mislead us, and we have to keep them in check. Right. That's, that's, what, that's what prayer does for us. Right. That's the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Got to stay prayed up, man. So yeah. my thing is I tell people all the time, join the S Club and the P Club. You know I sent that to you. Stay up, stay safe, stay strong, and stay positive, 
And the P Club is proper preparedness prevents poor performance. Wow. That's all I have to say, Miriam. Thanks for the topic tonight because I really, when that came down like it did yesterday with that gentleman, he was late and we were waiting for him and he came with that nonsense. Oh, God. So I really thank you for giving me the opportunity to to speak on that, this spiritual warfare and and, and knowing that the benefits in prayer and being safe. You understand? We appreciate, I appreciate your testimony. Yeah. It lets me know too. I need to, I need to, you know, up, up my prayer life a little bit. That's what said. Sometimes we think we're too busy and that can Mm -hmm. really hurt us, you know? Mm -hmm. I could appreciate that testimony. We actually incorporate prayer in our lives. And I mean, I do. Pray. I gotta get back into the fasting. I was I did some good fasting with Pastor Ben and mm-hmm. then, you know, I um you know well I fasted what about a week ago. I'm gonna get back into the fasting because I, I definitely saw the difference. It makes a difference. And like Pastor Ben said, some there's no other way Pastor Ben even said some demons there's no other way to get rid of them other than fasting and praying mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I, yeah and those of us who uh, are sick of this targeted individual program it's taking you, you know targeting your health your finances your family all of this and that it's time to fast and pray. Mm-hmm. It's time to fast and pray. Can I say something? Yes. Yes. Um, your life completely changes when you begin to get in the Word and when you fast and when you pray. It changes like 100 fold. Mm-hmm. I know that I've seen it. I've seen it in my life and especially lately. Um, you start to move into that spiritual realm, which I've spoken about, and uh, and you don't see yourself the same. And you begin to see yourself as God wants you to see you, mm-hmm. and what it says in the Bible, and, and it begins to show you who you are in Christ and who God is, and how much power we have. And it gives you a clearer perspective of the world in which we live in and how we need to see the things that we see that are temporal and focus to make sure that, that we are aware that these things are temporal and that we need to focus on what is permanent and what is eternal. And we become different. Completely. We become different people once we get that understanding. Amen. Amen. So yeah, um, yeah. Who's are you? Are you fasting this week, Sandy and Arlene? Um, yeah, I I like to. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I fast every day and Saturday from now on. Since we started with the prayer warriors, that's my commitment. Every Tuesday. Thursday and Saturday without failure. Well, you know, Miriam, when I was practicing Islam, I had to fast a lot. And um, it's it's given me an opportunity now to fast again after all these years. And, and I really like it. 
I mean, sometimes I'd be so hungry, and we got to call pastor in order to break the fast so he can touch and agree in prayer with us. You know what I'm saying? But we've been doing good. You know, we've been doing good. And, now, now uh, let me just ask you, since you mentioned it, what's the yeah. difference with the fasting you're doing now and the fasting you did with Islam? With Islam, it was kind of like, in my honest opinion, it was mandatory because we had the holy month of, of uh, Ramadan, which was definite. And it was beautiful, though. No, I, I will not take anything away from that. It was really beautiful. It was mandatory that we did that. Plus, you had to read Quran from front to end, the whole, the whole Quran for the whole month. You had to finish the whole book, okay? Then during the week, you had two days a week that you were supposed to um, – to fast, and it was nothing wrong with it. It was nothing wrong. I, I, I peace and but now that I'm older, and I'm not a part of, like, say, I mean, I go to our church, Greater Allen, but since I became a part of you guys, the prayer warriors, it's not like where um, I have to, like, say, answer to the masjid or anything like. I'm doing this now because it's of my own volition, and I see. The divine. I always saw the divinity in it, Miriam. But it's good to be able to have discipline. It's good and to that's do what it at your own free will too. Now let me huh? just. Say, it's good to do it at your own free will. It's not like oh, we will mm -hmm. have. You know, I think that's mm -hmm. the beauty. But let me ask you now: when they, when you fast with Muslims, was there mm -hmm. communication with God? Did they, you know, at the person, you know? I, I couldn't hear you. They're static. You said when you when, when you're fasting. When I'm fasting now, I mean, when mm -hmm. I fast, it's to you know definitely communicate with God. In the Muslim mm -hmm. religion, was that a major part of it too? Was the purpose of fasting to increase your communications with God? Oh yes, it's like a complete cleansing. Number one, you uh, in terms of your mate, you were not allowed to. Um, uh, be intimate, okay? Um, no, no, no. Were they teaching you to pray and talk to God? Oh, yes. Everything, okay. because you had to read Quran. You had to read a third of that Quran every single day. So a part that of that was... Is that communicating with God, reading the Quran? Or, I mean, I thought communicating yeah. was talking to God. Nope. Yeah, you're communicating, you're reading the word, and then you're going to the Musala, you're making your, your prayers, you know what I'm saying? You're breaking fast with other people in the masjid. It's and I mean it's a lot involved because you can't you, you cannot be intimate. You cannot watch television during that time. You cannot even yell at your children. You cannot yell at your children during that time. You cannot gossip with your friends. Everything must be done towards Islam. So if I were going to watch something on TV, it would have to be something that is Islamic. And you know that in America, you're not going to find anything on the television that's Islamic. So therefore, everything you do would have to be centered around the Quran, the Masjid, going to the Masala and making your prayers, being with other sisters. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, just it, it's it's a beautiful thing, and every time I tell you, and, and back then I was doing dangerous work for New York City, uh, Miriam, you understand? Mm -hmm. I was working for the drug elimination program, and when people were on drugs, they would give me a referral, and I would have to go get them. And um, I thank God for the fasting, and, and, and because 
I had a lot of times I had to deal with some dangerous people, but thank God, it never failed, especially during the holy month of Ramadan, I knew I was protected. Wow. And at the end of the Ramadan, it never failed. Out of the 15 years, every time I did Ramadan, at the end, I'm telling you, I would wind up getting something, um, just something nice. Just something that was just beautiful. You know what I'm I'm not necessarily talking about gifts, just something. It was always something that turned out absolutely beautiful because I listened. And I didn't earn that title as sister soldier for nothing. <laughs> In Islam, as a woman, you have to prove yourself. Mm. And what made you all right, since you you know, we're just talking about what made you leave Islam to Christianity? I I think, you know, when Hubby started becoming a little disinterested in it, I mean, I kept on. He, you know, had stopped for a while. I continued. But when I began, to, when I saw those planes supposedly go through the buildings, you know what I'm saying? And um, I think that's what kind of like was beginning to turn Hubby off too. And then he was saying to me at the time he was d doing the chauffeur, for the women on The View on TV, and he was a chauffeur for some of the rappers, and he used to tell me that when he would take these people to different places, he would have to sit outside and wait for them, and he would always have to be in Jersey in front of a church, and he would tell me how the church was so beautiful. He could hear the music from outside and whatnot. And so one Sunday, I decided, let me get my son up. Hubby had to go to work. Let me get my son up, and let's go over here to Greater Allen. And it was the best gift that I could have ever gotten because – and there I went, and I, I took the classes, the right hand of fellowship, and uh, I resubmitted myself back to God. Wow. Back to Christ, yeah. Wow. Well, you have the knowledge to, you know, make a comparison, and um, I think that's what makes the beauty with Christianity is that it honors, you know, free will. You know, you, it's your free will. And the Holy Spirit is what is the uh, the guiding force that has to change your life. That's right. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, thank you for sharing. Okay. Uh, any other comments, Wahida? Wahida, you want to say anything? Oh, I got unmuted. Sorry. Hold on, Wahida. Okay, Wahida. Yes. Right. You used to be. Yes, dear, I could hear you. You used to be Hindu. What made you convert to Christianity? I'm, I used to be Muslim. And I, um, who is that sister that was talking just now? That was Arlene. Mm-hmm. Arlene? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, Arlene. Um, where are you from? I'm from New York. Oh, but where were you born? I was born in New York. Oh, really? And mm -hmm. um, your nationality is? I'm African-American, uh, descendant of, of, of ancestry, African ancestry, and uh, joined the slave trade, transatlantic, mid-Atlantic slave trade. My family uh, was then deposited, and I don't like to say it like that, but they were. They were deposited into Barbados and Nevis, and then they migrated to New York. Oh, Okay. Because I, I was born Muslim, too. Mm -hmm. I used to um, fast every year. Mm -hmm. I'm from Guyana. I'm from Guyana. 
Okay. And my name, and just to I... let you know, was Hadia at the time when I was practicing. That was the name that was given to me, Sister Hadia. Okay, okay. And my name is Wahida. And, uh, right. Mm-hmm. I came to New York when I was 19 in 1986. And um, I kind of, I married into a Hindu religion, so I never fast again. But I, I do this uh, Christian fasting. But wait, so just, the Hindu don't fast? Yeah, they fast, but they don't, they eat, but they don't eat no wrong. They don't eat like no meat, mm-hmm. you know, when they fast. They eat like what made, you, what made you come to Christianity? Well, after me and my uh, my husband separated, the second marriage, I kind of like start going to Christian church because I, you know, you understand what they're saying and you could um take part. Like with the Muslim religion, I don't know to. I know to say prayer, but I don't know to read the Arabic, you know? Mm-hmm. And the Hindu religion, too. It's like they speak Hindi. Because when I got married, I, I kind of joined the Hindu faith. Because you have to do they, all they the stuff. They don't respect women too much, though, do they? Oh. The Hindu? And, and even the Muslim. I mean, uh, I think they have a... a yeah, the women, you know, I mean, they don't, they don't have, the women are not, like, respected as equally intelligent and everything else. Right. Are they? No. But to my understanding, they almost treated, you know. Yeah. Even if he, even if the man has less knowledge, just because, you know, he's a man, he's supposed to act like he's more intelligent. And that's yes, that's how it is. That's, that's right. what I love about Christianity. You know, respect that. You know, God can empower whoever He wants, male or female. You know. Yeah. So I like the Christian religion, and I just you know start um just I just you know pray and so in English. You know. Mm-hmm. The Muslim and the Hindu religion, you got to speak their language, the Arabic yes. and the Hindi and stuff, and you pray. Mm-hmm. The Al-Fatiha. Mm-hmm. So I I went to Christian church many times, and I like it, you know, that you take part in English, and you understand what the pastor is saying and everything. You can read the Bible, it's English. Now, let me and just... I believe Mm-hmm. I believe it's one God, and you know, once you do the right thing in life, God accepts your prayer. Right. Now, let me just ask: uh, Do all these religions do they also believe, you know, Adam and Eve, or they have a different idea of uh, evolution, or? A different I- idea of creation, I should say. Does they, the the Hindu, the Muslim, do you know? Are they all saying that there was, you know, Adam and Eve, or do they have a? Is there a different uh, story? I never really, you know, I never really heard of it. What they if they believe, I don't think so. They call them different names, and uh, they call uh, Jesus. How do how do they? Muslim. 
how do the Muslims believe the earth began? I don't know. Ali. I, I never heard. Yeah. That's, um, I, I, I'm not really, I know everything that I always heard dealt uh, basically with Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Everything just seemed to center around him. Mm-hmm. I know that. He said he started the earth? Well, I'm not saying he started it, but from my understanding, everything that I always heard was just from Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And it mm-hmm. didn't say that he started the earth. It said Allah is the best of knowers. He's the best of planners. He begets not like the prayer in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. If you say it in English, the one God to whom all praises are, are due, the cherisher, the sustainer, master of the day of judgment. Right, right, right. But, but just basic, the earth, how, what do they believe? How did the earth begin? That Allah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is the one who made everything. Everything is, was created by Allah. Which is God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So do they subscribe to Adam and Eve? I don't really recall too much about that. I never heard. I never heard that. I never heard they spoke about Adam and Eve. And they call Jesus 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 a prophet. Right. Jesus mentioned about 150 times. Do they subscribe to good and evil, spiritual warfare? Well, not that I know of. Well, I, don't know about either, but I never heard of spiritual warfare, you know. Yeah, if, if, if something is haram, that means it's forbidden. Haram means it is forbidden. If it's halal, it's okay. But if it's haram, it's not, you, you can't do that. Yes. And when they, when they don't halal, the fact, like, all this evil that's on the earth, you know, uh-huh. Well, you know, let me say this too, Miriam. A lot of African-American people who are Muslims, a lot of us were uh, influenced heavily, even though we may have practiced Islam, but a lot of us were influenced at a very young age by Christianity. So there was a humbleness and a certain amount of meekness within us. You understand? and. Mm-hmm. I don't find a lot of Muslim brothers and sisters that are of African-American descent to, you know, want to cause harm to anybody. I, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't find that. I found that a lot of brothers and sisters, whether they were in the Nation of Islam under Elijah Muhammad or if the, I was in Orthodox Islam, okay, and I found that most of the brothers and sisters always strive to do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said you're supposed to do, they always strived to do what was right. You did not want yes. to be considered mm-hmm. as an infidel or a kufar. A kufar is a disbeliever, someone who hears the truth. Now, I might be considered as a disbeliever because I'm no longer practicing Islam. Once you get the truth and you're infected by Islam, if you turn your back on it, you are considered a kufar, which means a disbeliever. But my thing is, I'll be honest with you, now that I'm a senior, I try to... I'm realizing something. People are going to feel and think how they are. Only Jesus can give us the right way. And it's okay if someone says, well, I'm a kufar or sister, you know, people who knew me. I earned my uh, 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 position in Islam because I was no joke. 
You understand? And I did what was right. I covered myself. I ate right. You understand? I respected myself when I was in the company around brothers. You understand? It's a lot of rules. Yes, it is, Miriam, for women. But that's okay. That's beautiful. But at the same time, I don't believe that whether it's Islam, I've also studied Jehovah Witness. I also made Holy Communion when I was a child. I checked out Buddhism for a little bit, and I have a very good friend of mine now who's Hindu. Very good sister. She takes care of my aunt. And I don't feel, I think that man makes, um, the rules are there for us in the scriptures, in the Quran, whichever book, the Torah, it's there. But I think that man's need to hopefully want to get back on the right track, as we say, the Sarat al-Mustaqim, to want to get back on the straight and narrow path. His, his desire to want to get back to God sometimes can cause him to become overzealous, and they'll feel as though, well, he's a kufar, or this person is not practicing this right. Or this. And I really think that all of that should be left up to God. Like I told my brother on the phone tonight, my baby brother, I said, you know, it's a shame. Some of the folks in the family ain't speaking to each other. But what happens if we all do make it to heaven? What are we going to do when we get up there? We ain't going to be speaking to each other. That ain't going to look right if we ain't oh, ever ain't speaking. Not speaking to each other. Over <laughs> yeah. Over yeah, I was just telling my brother you know, today, today I was reading words and, and in scriptures. Today was a day of just just giving myself to God. So I really think that. For me now, at this stage in my life, Jesus Christ is the answer I'm beginning to learn. Because in my house, as I share with Pastor Benjamin, as kids coming up, we were taught God. Jesus in my house was said like this, oh, my Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Meaning if something happened, they would use the word Jesus. It wasn't until I got older and I got into the world, I began to understand Jesus' place and my relationship with him. And that's what it really is about, establishing a relationship with Christ. That is the key. Right. Right. That's the key. Yes. Yeah. um, Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And nobody goes to the Father except by me. That's right. Uh, Jesus Christ came here to teach us on how to live a life since Adam messed up. Man could not satisfy God. Man could not fulfill the law. Man broke the law. Jesus came to live a perfect life. And then he had to bear the sins of mankind. He went to the cross. He was beaten. He was crucified for the sin he did not commit. He died for my sin, for your sin, for all the sins of the world. He paid the price. And then on the cross he said, it is finished. He died so that we may live. Yeah, all the leaders, they die. I mean, they, they are alive. And some who died, died because of their sin. Jesus did not commit any sin. He said, the king, uh, the prince of this world came and found nothing in me. Jesus Christ, the sinless, died for the sin of the world. And he was crucified. 
had ever mentioned or given such a bold statement. In Acts of Apostles chapter 17, verse 30-31, it said, uh, it is uh, appointed unto man to die mm-hmm. after death, judgment. And God has given the judgment to he that he raised from the dead, so that there will be no confusion of who is who. And, and, and as, as a result, and Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. Yeah, we have some religious leaders who said uh, they will resurrect. And that there was one who said they will be resurrecting, and they was trying to do that, and it was slain uh, with thunder. Yeah, Jesus Christ came, defeated the devil, defeated the devil, and the third day he came out from hell. So uh, Jesus Christ, that, that's why he said we should go and witness and uh, uh, bring souls into his kingdom. Let them know the truth. Let them know the way, the truth. And the truth is Jesus. The way is Jesus. Access to God is Jesus. And so you cannot access to God with any other name except the name of Jesus. That's why I said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody goes to the Father except by me. That's a bold statement that nobody has ever said. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's why we need to know. He said, we shall know the truth. Yes, and the truth will set you free. The truth is Jesus. And when you know Jesus, then you apply Jesus, and you apply the weapon that Christ has given to us, then you can overcome evil. The devil does not fear any other name. The devil does not fear whether you are, you know, you are highly pleased in any place, or does not fear your degree, does not fear your popularity, but he fears the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That at the mention of the name of Jesus, every nail must bow. Every tongue must confess. Every nail, including Satan, has to bow in the name of Jesus. And you well, cannot you know, raise, uh, you cannot raise the devil. Morning, yes. Yesterday morning when I woke up, and I just got to share this, and then I'm not going to say anything else. Um, I, 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 upon my awakening, I actually heard this. I was sharing it with my son this morning. I heard it. I heard it said twice as I woke up yesterday morning. He whom knows, let me get it right. He whom the son knows is set free. Now, I don't know if I'm saying it the way the scripture said it, but I heard it. Whom the son set free is free. That's what I heard yesterday morning. I heard it twice, and I remember shaking my head, and when I opened my eyes, that was it. But I heard it as though somebody was saying it to me. What do you think that means? I said, whom the son set free is free mm-hmm. indeed. That's what the I heard yesterday morning. Je- the son is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Whom Jesus set free is free indeed. Jesus died on the cross so that you can be set free from death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why he said, yes, the son has set you free. But do you think God was trying to reach me? So it, I heard it, yes, I heard yes, it. Yes, it's, it's I heard it as plain as day. Yeah, it's confirming to you 
Thank that you, you have been set free Thank by you. hearing his voice. I even want Thank to congratulate you for hearing you. his voice. Thank you, because I heard it twice. And I don't know if this, I don't like to say things unless I have accurate knowledge on it. But I, yes. I, I know. heard it. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I heard that whenever you, the Holy Spirit speaks to you, it speaks in twos. Somebody told me that one time, and I heard that yesterday said to me twice because I clicked my eyes and blinked them, like to, and I heard it twice, and I woke up. He said, whom the son set free is free indeed. Yeah, That's what I heard. The son has, yeah. has set you free from demonic attacks. That's mm-hmm. why Jesus Christ said, it is finished. Mm-hmm. When he when he was about to down the cross, he said, it is finished, which means he has completed everything. He has perfected everything. The sin of the whole world has been nailed onto the cross. And so he said, you are free. Whom the son set free is free indeed. I want to congratulate you from hearing from Jesus. And then I want you to continue to declare Jesus, I want to hear from you more. Clear, clear. Okay. I mm-hmm. want to hear from you more. Yeah, because it's good to hear from him. Mm-hmm. You, you, can, you, you cannot be talking to your dad and you are not receiving from him. Mm-mm, it is I good heard to that. hear from him. And that, mm-hmm. that is why he's just letting you know that, yes, he wants to be talking to you and you can hear him. Okay. Yeah, you have to have a good relationship with him. So I, I just want to, to continue. Thank now, you, Pastor. I appreciate that. I, I just want to know, because this question has come to me, mm-hmm. and I couldn't answer it. Why would God, why does God not want us to go directly to him? You know, why can't, you know, let people ask me, why? God, they God, God, God is a holy God. And men disappointed God through Adam. Men were, were separated from God. God gave instruction to Adam. He said, if you eat this food at the center of the garden, you shall die. And men disobey God and obey the devil and ate the fruit. So that caused spiritual separation from between man and God. Mm. And when God and when God came was looking for Adam, Adam was hiding. And covering very up un, very right. unusual. Very unusual. And God said, Adam, where are you? Which means Adam was not in the right place he was supposed to be. He was in the wrong place. And then he said, Oh, I heard your voice and I was afraid. And he said, Who? He said, I was naked. And who told you you were naked? Who are you having conversation with? He was having conversation with the enemy of God. So it, it was more or less like a prison. And as a result, men were separated from God. And right from that point, God trying to reach out to man as to send his Holy Spirit to fall on some individuals. And they will speak until Jesus Christ had to come into the world to live a life. And then now it became a, a propitiation to us, I mean to us, to reconcile us back to God. 
That's why he came, he went to the cross and died for our sins. He paid it all. He paid the debt that we owe, that other owe. He paid it all and said it is finished. That is, we are no more owing because of what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary. And that's why God has to go through, I mean, men have to go through the cross to be, through the cross to be able to access to God. And that's why the name of Jesus, according to uh, Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10, that God gave him a name that above every other name. That at the mention of the name of Jesus, every name must bow. Every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. And so, because Jesus obeyed the Father, went to the cross, died for the whole world. So that's why the only access to God is Jesus. That's why I, Jesus revealed to my sister, say, well, whom the Son set free is free. That is, the Son of God has set you free. You are free indeed. You are no more under the dictates of the devil. You are no more under the dictate of religion. You are set free. You are a child of God. You can now use the righteousness that Christ has given to you by going to the cross to die for you as an exchange. So you are free. That's what Jesus is telling you. I'm speaking to you. And it's a good thing to hear from him. And once he has released to you, I just want you to, I want to encourage you to continue. Jesus, I want to hear you more. Speak to me. Reveal yourself to me. Yeah, there are, there are some, it's, it's a prayer. Some people have been praying, God, I want to hear your voice. I want to hear your voice. Long time. They could not hear. But that, that's a prayer you've gotten. Maybe because you are fasting and praying. Yeah. When you fast and pray, there's, there's something good coming forth. Yeah. And the enemy may want to be tricking here and there. You just keep on declaring, yes. Jesus has said it. Has said it to me. I am free. He has set me free. I am free from demonic attack. I am free from power of darkness. I am free from witches and wizards. I am free. I am free indeed. Indeed, not just merit. You are free indeed. Lay emphasis to your freedom. It is indeed. It's a done deal. Yeah, congratulations. All right, thank you. Yeah, because, um, you know, I am pre uh, presented. One, one guy was saying, you know, why can't I, you, you telling me I can't pray directly to God? I can pray directly to God. And um, I really didn't have an answer. Yeah, it, it's, not, it's not what you want or what you can do. It's the way God wants it. If okay. God says you cannot, and holy, you cannot come to me directly, that because of what happened in the past, then, I mean, he is God. Well, when you pray to Jesus, you really are praying to God. Am I correct? You are praying to God through Jesus. When you say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, you are praying to God and you are having access to God through Jesus. The Father, the when, Son. When Jesus, when Jesus was teaching the disciples to pray, he said, when you want to pray, you pray like this, our Father. Our Father. Which right. in heaven. Our Father, which art in heaven, I will be thy name. Thy kingdom come. 
he was teaching them that they have to direct their prayers to God, but through him. That's why I said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody goes to the Father except by me. But isn't that, isn't that the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all one? Yes. Yes, it's, it's, yes. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Three in one. And they have their roles. And they don't, they don't argue. They don't discriminate. Mm-hmm. They, they don't disrespect each other. God the Father, and then God the Son, and then the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God that God gave to us. And God gave everything to the Son. Yeah. I also heard too. This is not the. This is not from what I, yesterday. I told you, I shared with y'all what I heard yesterday morning. I'm thankful to God for that. But I was hearing um, some people speak, and they said that the true way to Jesus Christ is that we have to have faith. Well, you know how it says, how, I don't know the scripture, but it says you have to have the faith of a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. I understand that the only way that we really can connect with Jesus Christ like we're supposed to, Pastor Benjamin, we have to have faith in Christ. Now, I tell you, I don't think that, um, especially with the way, and I have to be real here, Pastor Benjamin, the way a lot of people have been treated in America has not been fair. And so sometimes it might take some folks a little longer than others. But I believe that Jesus Christ is a humble enough um, I don't know. Are we supposed to call him a man? I don't know. Are we supposed to do that, or is he spirit? Entity. Is God right? In the beginning, in the beginning. I believe spirit is humble enough to understand that it's just like a child. When you when you have a child and he's learning how to walk, you hold the baby's hand when they're taking baby steps so that they don't fall. But once the child knows how to do it, you let the hand go. I'm saying that to say that I honestly believe that Christ is very humble. He is the son of God. He knows, Pastor, all of our strengths and weaknesses, you know. And I just thank God that I'm a part of a prayer warrior team of people, of people who are honestly and sincerely from their hearts, because if it wasn't, I couldn't be a part of this. I'm glad to know that there are other folks out here, just like Miss Phipps is trying to know Christ. I'm glad to know that there are other people on the prayer warrior line doing it too. These are some serious, critical times we have out here. We're all trying to make things called life. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is it's no joke, and we all need each other. I might be strong in one point, Miriam. You're strong in another, Pastor Ben. You know you got to be strong in another way because you're the pastor. Yeah, we all yeah, need yeah, each yeah. other. We all need yeah, each yeah. other, and Christ is the way. And if I fall short in one area in understanding who Christ is, then y'all just help me, help me to get it right. 
You understand? Yeah, but I, thank I, I God for the word of Christ. Thank God for the, the scriptures, Miriam. Thank you all for this prayer, Warrior Line, because I'm telling you all, in the last three weeks, I have seen, even my son tonight, he was studying for a new class that he took. He did four pages and came and gave me the biggest hug and said, Mom, you was right. I'm glad I read, I'm glad I read all of this tonight. I feel so good. You understand? That's Christ coming in, in, into our home. I thank you all for the opportunity. Don't lose this, man. We all got to, you know, and I was going to say the same thing. I understand that when we pray, we're supposed to say, Our Father who's art in heaven. That's the way Jesus told, I think, the disciples they had to pray. So it's important that we stay connected, that each one teach one, uh-huh, and we do this thing the right way so that we can all walk on the pearly gates up in heaven and we'll be able to talk with each other when we get there. Amen. Amen. Pastor, ben, Amen. Pastor Ben, what were you saying? Um, um. You were saying something when um, when Arlene was talking. I don't think she heard you. I'm sorry, Pastor. Sometimes I get full. <laughs> yeah, and it looks I like think it's the, I think it's the Holy Spirit. Y'all pray for me. Holy Spirit there to guide. Holy Spirit even spoke to you. Mm-hmm. That yeah, whom the sun sets is printed. I heard it, Pastor. Yeah, when Jesus was telling the disciples. Uh, how to pray. He was giving them the pattern to pray. But when they pray, they exhort, they direct their prayer to God, the Father. And then, uh, but then Jesus was still here on earth. He had not gone to the cross. And that was one of the last prayer which he prayed. And at that, at that, at that time, he, he had not gone to the cross to die for the sins of mankind. But and if men have not been exalted at that time, he was here. And but when he went to the cross, he learned obedience unto the cross and paid the price. He drank the cup, the bitter cup, and and he 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 was he, he was obedient even unto the cross, the bitter tree. And then after winning the battle. And it got the key from the devil. And God exalted that name, Jesus, above every other name. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ, after that name has been exalted, after, uh, after resurrection, he did not use that name. He gave the name to the church, to you and me, who believe in Jesus as Lord and Savior. He gave the name to you. He gave you your authority to use that name. He said, whatsoever you ask in his name, mm-hmm. the Father will do it. And even went further to say, whatsoever you ask in my name, I will do it. So he has given us his name. That we have I mean, given us authority to use his name to ask anything from the Father. That is why when we say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for this. You get an access to God. 
in that name. Yeah, that, that's why no other individual, no other uh, religious leader, yes, uh, both to use that name, I mean, to, to, to give that instruction. They said, anything you ask in his name, the Father will do it. That, that, that is, that is uh, what I was about to say. So the name is exalted above every other name. But at the mention of the name of Jesus, every name must bow. The demons must bow. Satan must bow. Yeah. And when you receive the devil in the name of Jesus, uh, the devil has no choice but to flee from you. That's why that name, that's, that's why that name is powerful. That's why when you mention that name anywhere, people will be shaking. Mm. I want to say, Jesus. You see, people will be shaking. The devil will be shaking. Uh, because that, because that, there is power in that name. It's God has exalted that name above every other name. So uh, when the when the uh, public boss sometimes, and when we went to preach, and we just say Jesus, the whole boss was shaking. The devil was saying, "What's happening?" Just mention that name. It's a powerful name. Even there was a guy who who was in the, uh, in the mid, and was going home in the midnight. And it was it was in the uh, elevator, and the elevator was about to close. Then somebody just came in. Oh, I mean, came in with gone. I said, "Come on, give me what you have." And the guy said, "Jesus!" And the guy with gone just I said, "I'm sorry." They ran out. The guy with gone ran out. Why? Because that name, the name of Jesus, is powerful. It's higher than any other name. Just like the song, the name, the name of Jesus is higher than any other name. It is not an ordinary name. It's the name that's full of power and of praise. Demons tremble at the sound of your name. Sickness bow at the mention of your name. It's the name above every name. It's the name that's full of power. And of praise. Yes, it's a name that's full of power and praise. That's why demon has to bow at the mention of that name. That's why the power of darkness has to bow at the mention of that name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Yes, thank you so much, everybody, for just your comments, your participation. Thank you, Pastor for your, you know, interpretation, your your clarification, your alignment with the word of God, the Bible. And um, I think we had a very good, interesting, um, I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed, uh, you know, getting a better understanding of good and evil and how, you know, how did evil come on this earth? And um, I think the next topic I'll look at is, you know, why, why I, I, they do have a chapter, why suffering? Why does God allow suffering? Uh, but according to the scriptures, if you follow God, you are going to, you know, you're, the, you're on Satan's hit list. So it's, it's a privilege to be on Satan's hit list, but you need to be guarded with Armed, you need to be armed and 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 empowered. You know how to win this race because to be on the hit list and don't know how to win, 
Well, mm-hmm. using the authority that God's given us, then we'll be de- defeated, and God doesn't want us to be defeated. So reading and learning is so critical to our development. I was going to do a quiz, but it's kind of late tonight, so we'll just do the quiz another time. Um, Pastor, can I, can I, I hate to keep bothering you. Can you close us with a wonderful prayer to guide us through this week? And I will be calling you tomorrow. Um, I am going to uh, fast, and um, um, I'll, I'll call you when I'm breaking my fast if you're free. Okay? Yeah, let's go. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, most excellent Father, we adore you, we magnify your name, we thank for your grace, for your love, for your mercy. That is not like you. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving us so much that you gave your life, that you can have eternal life. We thank you for the power that you release and for the name that you have given to mankind to use your name. We thank you that at the mention of your name, every name bow, every tongue confess. And Father, glory we submit ourselves into your care as we go this week, that your presence go with us, that your glory overshadow us. That the Holy Spirit will swallow us. That the power of God will manifest in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every opposition on our way this week, they are destroyed in the name of Jesus. Every power of darkness that you want to attack because we mention the name of Jesus. I command such power to bow and be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, we submit ourselves unto God. And we resist you, Satan, and we command you to flee. Like terror in the name of Jesus Christ. We are using the name just above your name, for it is written at the mention of the name of Jesus, every name must bow. Satan will command to bow. Sickness, infirmity, stress, depression, bow. As you bow, I command to go back to the pit of every belonging. In the name of Jesus Christ, anxiety, bow, nervous breakdown, blood disease, hypertension, heart disease. I command to bow in the name of Jesus Christ. Every disease from the pit of error, bow, go back to the pit of every belonging. And the name of God will glorify. We declare that the blessing of God will overtake us even this week, that at the end of this week, yes, blessing of God will flow. Father, we Ask for miracle whereby we'll be able to give thanks about on the Thanksgiving day. We ask for the miracle, the uncommon miracle, the supernatural miracle, or unexpected miracle, unusual miracle. We receive them now. The blessing of the for us, we receive them now. We receive our inheritance, the inheritance meant for us. We receive them now in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare our blessing to locate us in the name of God. We cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father, that no violent man, no violent man will shed our blood. Yes, in the name of Jesus, we shall not be involved in any collective death. In the name of Jesus, thank you, blessed Father, to you, to you, to you, and to you, the power. In Jesus, thank you, I pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. I shall live. Yes. You want to? Uh, can we say that after you, Pastor? I shall live and declare the work of God. Yes. I shall not die. I shall, I shall not die. die. 
I shall not die. I shall not die. I shall live. I shall live. To declare the works of God. To declare the works of God. God has not given me over unto death. God has not given me over unto death. Therefore, I reject death. Therefore, Therefore I reject death. death. No death in me. No, no death, death in me. No death around me. No, no death, death around me. In the name of Jesus. In, in the, the name, name of Jesus. No violent man, no violent woman will shed my blood. No, no, no violent man will shed my blood. My blood is precious in the sight of God. My blood is precious in the sight of God. No one will violate my blood. No one will violate my blood. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. It is a decree that I'm making. It is a decree that I am making. As a king and as a priest unto God, according to Revelation chapter 1, verse 6. As a king and a priest to God, according to Revelation chapter 1, verse 6. Chapter 1, verse 6. No violent man, no violent woman will shed my blood. No. no. I will not be involved in any collective death. I will not be involved in any collective death. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I declare I am debt free. I am debt free. I am debt free. I declare I am debt free. Debt free. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name I shall never be broke any day of my life. I shall never be broke any day of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. And I will serve you the rest of my life. And I will serve you the rest of my life. I receive uncommon miracles. I receive unusual miracles. I receive unusual miracles. And I declare even today, men and women will favor me. And I declare even today, men and women will favor me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank, Thank you, Lord, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. In, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen and amen and amen, amen and amen. God bless amen. you. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Thanks, Miriam. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Good night, everybody. God bless everyone. Night, night. Good night, everyone. Oh, Andy. Good night. I didn't know you could Good night. Yeah, I called you twice and you didn't answer. Yeah, you want? Yeah, I know, dear. I'm still here. I'm still here, though. Huh? I said I'm still here.
Okay, I'm glad I had called you twice and I didn't hear you. Yeah, yeah, I had to put the phone down on occasion, but I'm still here. Why? What you, isn't Pastor great? He joins us. He helps us. Yes, yes, I agree. Very much so. Yeah, he's and he's a spiritual warfare specialist. So, you know, we know that these crimes are demonic in nature. So we needed a, a, a someone with a, you know, a strong background in spiritual yeah, yeah. warfare. So he's been a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're very fortunate to have him. Yeah. That's for sure. And very fortunate to have you too. Thank you, Bunny. He's he's been a yeah. blessing coming on uh on my calls and um uh-huh. you know, he gives out his number too. So if you want me to give it to you, he'll pray with you anytime. Wahida, did you get a chance to call Pastor Benjamin? No, because my son was in and out of the hospital. I didn't uh, you know, I didn't have the phone, the phone wasn't on. So okay. now I got it on. I'll call him. Okay, yeah, you too, Ann. I'll, I'll text you up in a while. I don't know if you get text. But whenever you want his number, well, I'll yeah. he will pray I, with you. I get text. You do, you do yeah, get you my can text me his information. On 708 number? Uh, 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 yeah, 466 1010. 708 Text me on that number. And you sure you get it? Yeah, I should get it. I mean, other people do text me. I mean, Comcast texted me the other day. Did you, do you get the message when I send the invitations? Yeah, um, I do get text. <clears throat> excuse me. I do get texts from you periodically. Okay. So um, number. Yeah, so go ahead and send it to me. Yeah, when I when my mom died, he was a blessing to me. I I mean, he was mm-hmm. there for me. He prayed with me every day. That's great, Miriam. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. I don't even. So send me. They don't even make uh, pastors like him anymore. Mm-hmm. So how are you doing? You're doing better. Oh yeah, I had a I had a memorial for my mother, you know, and oh, Nancy, you? Nancy came to came to the memorial. Nancy brought the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. She came to my house. We, you know, I cook lasagna. I am. Oh, oh, she came. Dad. She came to your house. Yes. Yes. Oh wow! Hey, yeah. isn't she in California or something? Right, but she was in D.C. Plus a son oh, she's York. in D.C.? She was in D.C. taking care of some business. And when I sent uh-huh. the invitation, something told me to send her the invitation anyway. And uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I sent it. She was like, Miriam, I can make it because I'm in D.C. And I'm oh. com- I was coming down. So I said, well, you're welcome to come and have some lasagna and cake and ice cream mm-hmm. and, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great get together for my mom. It was my mother's birthday, my first birthday without her. Pastor Ben oh. on the phone. Oh. I'll sing a song for my mm-hmm. mom. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was really wonderful. Okay. Great, great. I'm so glad that she was able to come you guys had a good time. This yeah, was that's, the- that's really good, Miriam. This really, was really good. For my mom. 
didn't have one, so. Mm-hmm. Really great. Yeah, it really turned out well. Mm-hmm. And I Let's think how to get you past the vent because when they attacked you, I will testify and said that they had a, put a nodule on her on her neck or her lung, and that she knew they wanted to get her in that hospital. But she said, Pastor Brent prayed for her. That nodule is gone. Now that's from Nancy. No, no, uh, Arlene, the, the girl on the call oh, tonight. Arlene. Oh, okay. All right, she's the targeted victim? Yes, yeah. My point is, when oh. this, when you get under attack, you need to call Pastor Ben and see if he can pray with you. So let me see. As you know, yeah, mine is an ongoing regular thing. So I think every Pastor, day, <laughs> I think Pastor Ben yeah. can be a real help to you. Uh huh. Yeah. Especially because yours is demonic. Yeah. Some For sure. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm so glad that you're feeling so much better. You sound better. Um, did you ever hear anything from employment? I know you were looking for some things. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not trying to do that now, you know. You're not no, trying not. to do it right now? No, okay. not, I'm not trying. I'm trying to just get my head above water, you know, mm-hmm. um, well, you know, if I do work, it'll be private. I won't do my mother's body. Uh, you know, to know. It'll probably for what? I would like to exhume my mother's body. You you like to resume? You like to, you said you like to resume your mother's body? Exhume, yeah, I want to pull it up to see. If they did post-mortem uh, research, you know, uh, without consent. And mm-hmm. I'd like to also put her with my father, so. I'll put her with your father? Yeah. Okay. At the gravestone with my father, yeah. Uh-huh. So are, is your father in the same state you're in? Yeah. They're both in New York. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they're buried in <laughs> Separate sites, and I, I want them together. And I want to see my mother's okay. body. Bottom line, I want to see yeah. my mother. I want to is, see. Is my... that something that your mother wished for too? Is to be uh, no, buried well, near I her? When I was going to bury her in, in Florida, uh, you know, all of a sudden the price triplicated. So that was indicative that they wanted her body in New York. And I want to make sure my mother was not researched. I want to make sure my mother wasn't a research project. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was just asking if, if that was something she wished for also to be, you know, with with your father buried near here no. or something like that. No? Yeah. She never expressed that desire? Uh-huh. Okay. But he's in such, he's in a better uh burial ground than she is. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's something you're working on now? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like. Okay. 
Okay. Well, I Maybe hope you uh Brown is much more attractive and uh -huh. um I'm not comfortable with the burial ground where she's at. That's the bottom line. Okay. Okay. All and right. I, I have a mm -hmm. slot for me that's paid for. And that uh, there were just too many slots open for that price. It was just too cheap. Uh-huh. Now that I know what I know, it was probably cheap because they probably feed the bodies to the medical schools. And I don't want that for my mother. Oh, I see. Okay. That'll be a way to expose the crime if, if, if in fact, that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess you'll find out pretty soon, huh? Yeah. Well, not that mm -hmm. soon I have to get the money, you know. Yeah. It is, it's about Is it another very time. expensive? It, 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 it's between six and ten. Six and seven thousand? Six and ten thousand. Between, it's in that area. Oh. Six and ten thousand, okay. Right. But I, mm, I, not I, too bad. I need to be at peace that my mother was left alone because the what right. happened. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. My mm -hmm. heart. I understand. Sure. Sure, by all means, you need to be at peace, you know. Make sure your mom is buried and she, um, and she's okay. And, mm -hmm. and if it can help, if it can, if it can show what they're doing, then then I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah, dear. You know. So, um, Wahida's on the line. Did you ever meet Wahida? No, I don't think so. Yeah, she, she goes through a lot of pain, too. Wahida? Yes, I was trying to, to interrupt, but I was muted. Yeah, because um, you had a you had a lot of background noise, but um, I now it's you know I, I unmute. This is Anne. She goes through so much. I'm somewhere. Where is she from? Let me take this tape off. I should have been taking Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.